Well, hey everybody, Pastor Steve here. We've come to the end of a week. Hope it's been a good one for you and that you are really excited about being in worship this Sunday and also inviting people to come with you. Pray for boldness to talk and invite someone to come with you this Sunday. We have our regular schedule of worship services and life groups at, at 8.30, 9.45, and 11 o'clock. So I look forward to seeing you. But today, in our devotion, we are in Psalm 91, and then all of next week, we'll be looking at some of the Psalms. Um, this psalm is a very encouraging psalm that, uh, that uh, talks about loving the Lord and trusting the Lord. And when we do that, we rest in his shadow and the Almighty One protects us, cares for us. And I just want us to look at a few of the verses uh, from this psalm real quickly, starting at verse 1 where he says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, the person who dwells in the shelter of God the Most High, will abide in the shadow. So God covers us with his shadow when we take the initiative to abide in him. Verse 2, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress. That's who you are to me, God. My God in whom I trust. Verse 3, for it is he, it's God, who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions um, and under his wings you may seek refuge. It's like an, an eagle, if you will, or even a chicken protecting their young. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. He protects you from the arrows of uh, the, en the enemy. And then uh, dropping down to verse 9 and 10. He says, for you have made the Lord my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. Now, these psalms were often used in worship by the Jewish people, and, and they, would, they would, in a, in a sense, sing them. And the last few verses is the refrain or the chorus, and it's God answering. So in these last verses, it's God doing the, the talking, starting at verse 14. So God's talking to the worshipers who've been singing to him, and they would sing on behalf of God these words, because he has loved me, okay? Therefore, I will, because he, I will de deliver him. This is what God is, is saying. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. He will call upon me, the, the believer will call upon on God, and I will answer him, God says. And I will be with him in trouble. God says, I will rescue him and honor him. And then God says, with a long life, I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. So very encouraging, beautiful psalm about God protecting us as we love him and trust him and obey him. And, and we love this psalm. Then suddenly something really bad happens. Happens to us, happens to someone we care about, happens to the community where we live, and we have questions. It's like uh, last month in December when those tornadoes struck Nashville. Brenda Polk was, was visiting her mom and uh, sisters and other relatives there, and that uh, Saturday evening they were at a church Christmas program when the tornado struck the neighborhood where Brenda's mom lives struck the neighborhood where her house is. And they could not get to the house until the following morning. And when they got there, her mom's house was fine, no damage. But directly across the street, a neighbor, 
severe damage to their house. And Brenda and I were talking about that, and she was wondering. We were just talking about why. Why was her mom's house spared and the neighbor's house severely damaged? Had they, were they guilty of some sin that, that caused God not to protect them? And, and, and was her mom living right with God, and so God protected her? We all have questions like that. And the truth of the, is, is I don't know why her house was spared and the neighbor's house was not. What I do know, what I do know is that if I truly love God and I truly trust God and I truly obey God and I truly serve God, that over and over and over and over again, he protects me. Now, eventually my sinful body is going to die. But there will be many times before then when God protects me. And so a lot of us claim this psalm, and I think we should. I think God wants us to. I think he does protect us. But there are many people who claim Psalm 91 that don't really trust God. They'll claim it and something bad happens. Why did God let this happen? But I want you to notice I want you to notice something. The very first verse, it begins this way. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, that person will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. There are a lot of people who think God should protect them and let nothing bad ever happen to them personally. Even people go to church, but they don't dwell they don't live. They don't dwell in the shelter of the Almighty. They don't draw near to God. They don't, they don't stay close to God. They're kind of, sort of, spiritual, kind of, sort of, religious, or maybe none at all. And yet they think the Almighty should always protect them. But God, what God says is the one who dwells in the shelter of my presence who takes the initiative to seek me and run into my arms and be as close to me as he can. That one, he is covered by the shadow of the Almighty. Look down at verse 14. God in the refrain is saying to the worshipers, to the man who wrote this psalm in essence, because he has loved me, because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. See, and there's a lot of people who get mad because God doesn't deliver them. But the truth is, they don't love God the way Jesus said, with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their mind, and with all their strength. And this is a beautiful, beautiful, encouraging psalm. But these promises are, those, are to those who love God with their total being and who run into the shelter of his arms. Not those who are quasi Faithful, quasi-religious. We have to read Scripture accurately. Those things matter. Now, one more note I want to point out. Verses 11 and 12. Jesus quoted this verse in the Gospels when he was tempted by Satan. Satan said, jump down from this high part of the temple and and, and, and God says he'll let his angels catch you so you won't be hurt and people will see that and they'll believe in you. He was tempting Jesus and Jesus responded, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Here's the original passage in Psalms. Uh, this, this is verses 11 and 12 of Psalm 91. For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands that you do not strike your foot against a stone. 
Now, Satan was trying to get Jesus to misuse this verse for a public display to put God to the test, God to tempt God, and, and, and that was wrong, and Jesus wouldn't do it. But this verse is in the context of those who run into the shelter of God, who run close to God, those who love God, that his angels will serve you. And one of the ways God protects those who truly love him, trust him, obey him, serve him, one of the ways God protects them is with his angels. As the writer of Hebrews in chapter 1 verse 14 said, that angels are ministering spirits sent out to render service for the sake of those who will inherit salvation. They serve us. And uh, it's not unusual for me when, uh, when I travel like uh, today, after I finish recording this, Moniz and I are going to be driving for a couple of hours. And so I pray um, for angels to be inside the car and outside the car to protect us. I pray that for my loved ones all the time. I pray for angels to, to surround our church when we have services and other activities to protect us. And one of the ways God protects is with his angels. And I pray for that, and I encourage you to pray for that. But listen, for those prayers to be effective, you have to love God with all your heart, and you have to run into the shelter of his arms. If you're just being kind of so-so, he may do it, but your prayers won't be as effective. That's the word for today. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at Psalm 92.